what's going on this is your man l jamal coming through with another edition of never out of bounds of course this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got the facts uh, i have been off for a few days uh my work schedule has been uh somewhat in the way but now i have a couple days off so we're gonna wrap up will ferrell week with a bang i have two more movies uh in the books today i'll be going over the other guys and my last movie i'll be going over tomorrow night it'll be stranger than fiction a very interesting serious piece by will ferrell and that's why i thought it was interesting enough to share it here uh but today like i said i'll be going over the other guys uh later on this week i have a news update as well of course i plan to talk about uh you know the whole drama surrounding gail king and all that and all that as well and then i also have a college basketball update as well so we'll get to that later on in the weekend but first and foremost let's get through this review of course i'm going to be wrapping up will ferrell week shortly uh but today like i said i'll be reviewing the other guys this movie came out in 2010 uh this one of course it has your man in there he's starring he's starring as alan gator gamble detective actually at in the beginning he's just a uh, a forensics accountant for the nypd and uh, he is he's going to find his way uh your boy alan is going to find his way back to i guess you could say some yeah back to some prominence in his career you also got uh detective terry uh hoyts played by mark Wahlberg. uh he is he was once a, a high rising cop uh but there was a situation in which he shot Derek Jeter and uh, that pretty much put his career on hold at the moment so they are both working together again Allen at the moment is the pencil pusher he's okay with his situation he's all right having a desk job Hoyt's uh he wants to get back in the action you could tell you know uh, he wants to get back out there but he does have some anger issues and this does pop up in in the course of the movie you also got dr sheila ramos gamble played uh basically well this is alan's wife and she's played by eva mendez you also got captain gene mock he's played by michael keaton who has a very very interesting role in this one um uh, he's funny at times he's really well written in my opinion i mean he doesn't make me laugh all throughout the course of the movie but i think he's still kind of well written within the, in the movie i do like the scene i will get to it in just a little bit uh but i do like a few scenes he's in as well so i thought he was a good choice uh for the captain uh also you have sir david urshan played by steve coogan and these are the main characters uh david urshan is pretty much you could say he's the he works for the uh the antagonist uh he he's a pretty much he's a schemer he's a money schemer and uh, we'll get to the the crux of the plot in just a little bit but we have appearance in this movie by samuel L. jackson dwayne johnson of course we have Devin wayne's jr in this one and the director uh adam mckay he makes an appearance as dirty dirty mike in this one he's also the writer of the film as well so brief synopsis to those of you who haven't seen it uh this like i said this film follows uh alan gamble uh and a, a forensics accountant and also like i said a a a well you could say a hmm, what's the word here he's a detective you know terry hoyts but again he's had his he's had a screw up so as you could say i guess you could say he's an underachiever and he doesn't get as much as respect as as he would like to get so it revolves around these two guys uh they're working they will they get a call on some scaffolding permits and throughout the course of the film they realize this is a deeper deeper plot eventually it evolves uh well urshan uh gets himself into massive amounts of 
cadets with these, well, you could say these gangsters are all from all over the town, pretty much all over the world. He gets into it with some Nigerians, uh, some Australian bad guys, so on and so forth. Oh, and some Czechs as well. Uh, even the guy, uh, even the head of the Australian said, oh man, you're a bad dude. Like, you know, you're, you're all bad. Like he's in debt to everybody, uh, including this very rich and powerful woman in the city. I believe I don't know that I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, but again, He's looking to make some investments and get some collateral to save his ass. And part of the money he's going to be using is the police pension fund. Damn, that is a hell of a way for that to turn out. And mind you, uh, Hoyts and Gamble only come across as based on an original follow-up to a scaffolding violation. They needed a permit. Uh, and then just through the course of just, just some you know some lucky detective work but again gamble he had had some skills but he never really pushed himself so during the course of this of this flick you see that him getting uh more in charge with his life and more in charge with his emotions and more in, in charge with his career as a policeman uh he, he pretty much uh cracks open the case after the pair break up because at some point you do get that that buddy cop dynamic because again it's when he i mean he it's it follows the same you know parameters of that you know it, you know this the buddy cop situation they first meet up there's some there's some uh, animosity to some extent of course they're they're not you know they're polar opposites uh, for an example you had it in you know another 48 hours and 48 hours and also the lethal weapon franchise black cop white cop older older cop and a younger cop got that dynamic and this we have you know pretty much you know laid back passive uh inside the office cop you know he works for the he works for the you know police but again he has a wooden gun he, he gets his real gun taken away from in the movie uh you know again so and then also you have points uh he's you know he's been there done that uh he's had some action and he's itching to get back into it but of course you know he's a hothead so he's put himself into some situations because of that so again you have two dynamics here uh fire and ice like i said pretty much but they work well together because eventually uh they do develop a friendship they do you know get you know cool with each other uh, over time um hoyts you know he finds out about gamble's wife of course played by eva mendez of course she's supposed to be super hot and attractive He's like how did you a nerd end up getting with that then they meet his ex-wife who's hot as well uh and you know he gets some res respect points from uh from hoyts for that and just during the course of the you know the, the plot you know gamble again he comes across these these clues that pretty much reopen the case uh first they like again they were split for two reasons again you know they they were they were so different of course they had to have the falling out of course you always have that in the bloody conflict but also you know just the 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 plot and just what was going on um you know the the captain said look you're covering too much information well he played it the way he played it was hey you guys are you're failing you're you're fucking up the case you're creating all this mess but in reality they really were uncovering a lot of different stuff but they didn't they didn't know what they were what they were saying or what they, they didn't know what they really were uncovering at first uh it took gamble you know on his own to find it out through his own research so michael michael keaton played a really uh cool i mean i thought he he played a really cool kind of you know not giving anything away um not until at least they meet up with him at the at the bed bath and beyond where he just decides to moonlight as an as a manager and it just a random the most random line that he says in that whole thing he's like oh yeah apparently there's a rapist in crown heights look out for that so that was random you see him there doing that you're like what the hell are you doing here 
poor. Aren't you a cop? Why are you not at the precinct? The man is moonlighting at Bed Bath & Beyond. I thought that was a twist as well. You don't see that ever. You know, you almost had to think, is he retired? What, what, is, what is the deal here? So again, um, after the crew is broken up by captain, by the captain, again, Gamble does his own research, finds everything out. Of course, they bring in everybody to justice. Of course, the main killer's got to die. That's just the way it is. Um, some of my main favorite parts of this movie, of course, uh, some of the appearances, of course, in the beginning, uh, like I said, you had Samuel L. Jackson and Dwayne, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, they're pretty much the flashy cops of the precinct, actually of the city. They got all the love, all the publicity. Uh, and uh, they just were, I guess, kick-ass old-school cops until one day. Uh, and this what this is what led to you know to these you know these other groups of cops you know coming about and you know eventually Gamble and Hoyt's getting their due. Uh, but one day, uh, in pursuit of a suspect, these two guys, for whatever reason, decide to jump off a you know ten-story whatever the high-ass New York City building. The Rock, The Rock, and Samuel Jackson just decided to jump off the roof. Talking about. This ain't for the bushes. What bushes? What are you talking about? And they just fall. And this is the cold part. They just keep. I think this is the most. I think the, it, it makes it super hilarious is the fact that A, they jumped. There's no bushes really that you know that they could hit. And they really just show the entire fall. The movie is was beautiful when it came to that because you're like, really? Are they really about to die right now? Like the main. Like, <laughs> the main heroes and they're gonna go out just like that and they really fall and they really hit the ground and it's wrapped and they die i thought that was hilarious i don't think you you can you can get any better than that and uh just you know they they had a funeral and everything for them and it was just like why would you just jump everybody's asking well why would they jump why would they do that and there really is no answer for it. I, I guess just to make way for the other guys. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way you can you can you can say it. Uh, Demi Wayans, uh, he has a solid appearance in this one. Of course, he plays one of the rival cops, um, and uh, he's goofy and funny in this one. Again, him and his partner are the replacements for the Samuel Jackson, uh, the Rock combo. So they, him and his partner are the replacement for them. So they're getting all the headlines while uh, Gator and and uh, Hoyts are just struggling trying you know keep their case together and then again they were split up so again you have that dynamic so you still have some beef there uh you always get that in the the, the buddy cop situation uh you always get that uh you know of course in the bad boys uh they were beefing with the cuban cops especially in bad boys too so i know y'all remember that there's always some type of you know cop versus cop beef cop crew beef you always got that there too so it, it played up to the tropes uh but again uh i think what this movie made up for it was just the background on the characters uh like making hoyts you know being somebody who's really polarizing in the city because he shot Derek jeter and for those of you who may not know baseball like that Derek jeter is pretty much every every great baseball player combined in one to new york yankees fan like they love him you know like the, the sun and the moon and the star, more than all that, like maybe next to God. 
that's just how New York Yankee fans. So imagine, you know, you being a cop and you you're responsible for shooting him. And I think he like he missed significant. I think I think he missed an entire season or something like that. So he was like one of the hated cops in New York City. He's teamed up with this, you know, this Dex this desk guy, and you know they they feel like you know at least Terry feels like he's kind of stuck. So they give you you know a variant backstory uh, for Gator. Of course, the reason why he has the nickname Gator uh, Allen is because in college he was a pimp. Let's just be real with it. He didn't want to say it. I no, he was a pimp, and eventually you see that side come out. You just and he, the way he did it was just hilarious. Um, Gator don't play that shit. Gator don't take no shit. All that and he got he flipped on his wife. He had to get kicked out the house because his wife had got pregnant, and he's like. Jimmy's bitches be better, be, be, be better, better be wearing Jimmy's. I know he said that. He said, bitches, she said, bitches better be wearing Jimmy's. I said, oh, you out of pocket. And she had to kick him out the house. I thought that scene was hilarious. Then he comes back, they get back, and uh, the, the bad guys are scoping out the house. So they have to send the grandma out there to tell him all time. They were, and she was just sitting back. She was, her old self was just going back across the street sending all type of x-rated messages to both of them like oh my daughter wants to ride you and oh he's like i can't do it anymore oh she says she wants to do this that i'm like oh my god dude i thought that scene was hilarious i mean again um it's of course it's a buddy cop film you know it's two guys partnered up but again what makes this one different is just you know what goes on in it you know and i think that's what makes all these buddy cops even though buddy cop fix even though they follow flicks excuse me even though they follow the same type of tropes uh what makes them all great is is how they how they differ from each other and, and all of them do beverly hills cop uh that's you know that's varied in some ways of course lethal weapon and, and of course this one uh for this one uh you have you know situations where you know, Alan gets, you know, his car stolen and, he, and they end up, you know, on foot and th and they find the car again. But guess what? Some hobos had an orgy in it. That's where you get Adam McKay making his appearance. Big Mike and the boys just get all up in the car and do whatever. And see, you, you know, that's what makes it, that's what makes it different. That's what makes it hilarious. It's not about following the same. I mean, it, you know, you, you kind of follow the same form, formula, which is, which, you know, people can, you know, have their issues about, but um, it still is original in the sense of, okay, these, are, this, these two guys, they're different from everybody else. This is their backstory. And this is how crazy that their situation can get. And I think that that's what that movie uh, represented to me. The other guys, the other guys that don't get a whole lot of play, that don't get a whole lot of fanfare, uh, they're still getting work done. And this is how they're doing it. It's, it's, you know, for what it's worth, this is how, you know, this is what has to happen in order for them to get the job done. <laughs> they gotta get their, their car took a couple different times. They gotta get their, you know, kicked out of their girlfriend's house because they, or their wife's house because they got really disrespectful, you know, with them because they, you know, they had a flashback to being a pimp under the stress, you know, or whatever, you know, uh, you know, their, their boss is having to cope by, you know, getting a whole part-time job, you know, just so he can be on the under and, you know, get away from stress too. So, <laughs> Um, so you got a whole lot of different stories playing up and you, Urshan, you know, he's, I guess he's like an anti-hero because you, or anti-villain because he's a bad guy, but the way he operates and the way he tries to charm people, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. Like he, like of course he ends up bribing the cops, but he ends up being like, you know, I guess a decent guy. He just, you know, 
I guess, a money embezzler. You know, his personality is okay. So you got that going for you, too. So there's a lot of quirks to that. And each of these movies, you know, they bring some type of quirk in that department when it comes to that as well. So they're not all the same. They might follow the same formula. But again, with this one, I think this one does a lot to break away from that buddy cop formula and mold. So I'm going to wrap this up for today. Uh, this was my review on The Other Guys 2010. If I were you, I would check it out. It's, if you have yet, it's been, this was pretty good. It's really good. I'll give it a, my honest opinion, 7.5 out of 10. Uh, really solid movie here. Good plot. Good twist near the end as well with the police pension uh, situation there. And just, you know, just really funny, over-the-top acting as usual uh, from Will Ferrell. That fits it. That doesn't seem to take away too far from the movie, I don't think. Uh, the whole Gator breakdown was hilarious. Uh, but again, I really loved, I thought the, the big Mike and the boys segment was ridiculous. And I thought it, it had me rolling the entire time. So again, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. i check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, if you have checked it out, if it wasn't recently, give it another rewatch see how you feel about it uh, but for now i'm gonna call it a wrap for today uh my next episode of course it will be stranger than fiction my last uh welfare review and then after that i got a weekend update for you guys and um yeah that's how we're gonna end up the weekend um that old that weekend update should be with the news and all that in college basketball should be sunday night uh maybe even saturday night just depends on uh, what i have uh, what i have going on what i get through uh because of course I have my, I'm going to be putting out that other review tomorrow as well. Uh, but if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can hit me up on my email at uh, ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is E-J-B-U-T-L-E-R 75 at gmail.com. Once again, that is ljbutler75 at gmail.com. E-L-J-B-U-T-L-E-R 75 at gmail.com. Also, the Facebook page as, as well at L Johnny. That is E L J A M A H A D J A N I. Once again, that is E L J A M A H A D J A N I. And again, I have a, a Instagram as well at L Jamal E L J A M A H. Again, that is L Jamal. And then finally, we have a Facebook page for the show as well at Never Out of Bounds. Again, this is your man, El Jamal. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out. One love. Y'all have a good rest of your day.